In this parasha, we're told about the drama of Avram and Sarah arriving in Egypt. Avram becomes very, becomes very concerned that uh, the agents of Paroi will take Sarah and force her to marry Paroi. And in order to do so, they'll kill Avram first in order to make sure that Sarah is not married to him. And then she'll be free to marry Paroi. So to save his own life, Avraham Avinu says to Sarah she should lie to the authorities in Egypt and say to them that she's not married to me, say that you are my sister. This way they will not kill me when they take you to Paroi. The question that's asked by many Mephoshim, how could Avraham do such a thing? He's allowing Sarah to go and commit adultery and saving his own life. He's worried that they're going to kill him in order so that Bari wouldn't commit adultery with Sarah. So he tells Sarah to lie and say, you're my sister. But by that, he's making Sarah commit adultery so that he can save his own life. We know that adultery is one of the three Averas. A Jew is supposed to be willing to die. Al-Kiddush Hashem. But here Avram acts the opposite way. He's saving his life and lets a Sarah commit adultery instead. There's the famous vote of the Zoya that Avraham Avinu knew and yet confidence in the great merit of Sarimenu that uh, Pari would not be able to touch her, as indeed happened in the end. <coughs> but that's a more um, a response of Pidrush, that Avraham Avinu knew and yet confidence, but it's still a question how could Avraham Avinu do such a thing? So Rabbinus Naibuchis has a brilliant response. And he says that the Ramban says that Avram and the Ovis, Avram and the Sora and the Ovis had a status of a Benoyach when they didn't live in Eretz Yisrael. When they were inside the borders of Eretz Yisrael, they had the status of Yisrael. When, once they left the borders of Eretz Yisrael, they became again Benoyach. So now that Avram, Avinu, and Sora left Eretz Yisrael, they were in Mitzrayim now. So Avram had the dinner of Benoyach. Now, by B'nai Noyach, <coughs> we know there's a concept of marriage by B'nai Noyach, just like there's a concept of marriage by Yisrael, which means that two Gentiles that are married, uh, there is a concept of adultery. And if, <coughs> if the woman uh, who is married to a man commits adultery, it's one of the Shabbos B'nai Noyach that she's violating. The question only is, by, by Yisrael, we have a very clear demarcation of when marriage starts. Now, people can be in a relationship, but it's not necessarily marriage. By, by, by halacha, by Jews, the, the marker is when a man gives a woman kiddushin uh, in front of two witnesses, that's considered marriage. What is considered the dissolution of a marriage? When he gives her a get. There's a very tangible, a concrete act that must be performed to mark off the end of the marriage. So we know exactly, halachically, how to define the period when they are married and the period when they're not married. But in Bnei Noyach, we don't have those halachas. There's no concept of Kiddushin, there's no concept of Gitin. At what point are they considered halachically married and subject to the laws of adultery? So the Ramam says in Hechaz <coughs> it's simply defined 
by the fact that the two of them come together on the one roof and decide to live together as husband and wife. At that moment, when they make that consent, they consent to this relationship, to live under the same roof in the same house as husband and wife, at that moment they become married. At what point is the marriage dissolved? When they decide to dissolve it. And one of them moves out of the house, they're no longer living together with the intent of dissolving the marriage. At that moment, it's automatically dissolved. According to that, we can answer the question, how could Avraham Avinu say to Sarah, and lie to them, <coughs> and then she'll be committing adultery? And all because he wants to save his own life. Says is brilliantly. When Avraham said to Sarah, say you're my sister, to the Egyptians it would mean that you're my, you're my sister. We're not married, so they won't kill me. But for us, between us, this will be a declaration that we've decided to dissolve the marriage. Since they had a dinner of Noyach because they were in Mitzrayim, not in Eretz Yisrael, <coughs> for the moment they consent to separate and to dissolve the marriage, that's automatically a dissolution of the marriage. So Avraham Avinu, by telling Sarah, he actually caused a halachic dissolution of their marriage. So she's no longer committing adultery. Savram so is saving his life and he's saving Sarah from committing adultery. That's Rabbi Naibish's solution to this question. The Rebbe, in a letter, <coughs> offers a slightly different uh, solution. The Rebbe says it's not just that Sarah is declaring that she's a sister, that means she's not a wife anymore, and that causes the dissolution. There's more to it. There is, it seems from the Gemara in Sanhedrin. That in the laws of Nehemiah, the concept of marriage is very similar to the relationship of ownership. The relationship of a husband and wife is similar to the relationship of an owner with property. With property, we have a law, if somebody loses property and despairs from finding it, it's called yush. The relationship of ownership is automatically severed, and the property becomes ownerless. Anybody who finds it can keep it. It's a broad topic in Alochim, Elo Metzias, Baba Metzias. The same applies also to theft. If somebody is robbed or something is stolen, and <clears throat> it's a kind of situation where there's little chance of recovery, and the owner despairs. <clears throat> so it depends on the certain circumstances. The ownership of the properties is dissolved. The concept of use, despair, causes a disruption of ownership, of the relationship of ownership. And it seems in the Gemara Sanhedrin that when a woman Amongst Bnei Noyach, if uh, in ancient times when people had wars, so the the conqueror, the victor, who conquered the, the enemy country, would take the woman hostages. They would take the women as captives, and they wouldn't go back to their husbands. They would be stolen away. <coughs> so the halachi that seems on the Gemara that if the husband despairs, but in the, in the context of Bnei Noyach. Uh, the, the marriage of Bnei Noyach. In the counts of marriage of Bnei Noyach, if a husband despairs that his wife will not be returned to him, it, the relationship is automatically dissolved. Yish dissolves the relationship just like it dissolves it with property. <coughs> so therefore, when Avraham and Sarah faced this dilemma, they were helpless and defenseless, Pari was going to take Sarah away. There was nothing they could do about it. So it's a, it's, a, it's a hopeless situation. 
at that moment there's a concept of Yush, so the marriage would be automatically dissolved. That's what Avraham was saying to Sarah, you're my sister from now on, because it seems that power is going to take you away, and uh, we, won't be, we won't be seeing each other anymore. That's a halachic uh, answer for the, the question of how Avraham could subject Sarah to adultery. And again, as I said, this is in addition to the Zayar's answer, that Avraham Avinu knew that she will not be touched by Paray, because he believed in her schus, and as a result, <coughs> she will not be subject to adultery. So that's why he wanted to save his life, because he knew that she will be safe.